Don't blow into the mic. My god. The opening is just gonna be us yelling at you from this part. Thanks for tuning in, everybody. This is Ben and Jordan's, the show where we get people from Melbank area and we talk about who and what they are. Today's episode is Connor Van Boren. He looks pretty excited about this one. I think it's gonna be a good one. Jordan, handing it off to you. Ah, so how you doing today, Connor? Pretty good. How about you guys? I, th- I think we're doing pretty right. You think we're doing all right, Ben? I think it's a great day. Well, anyway, we're here to talk to you about the upcoming golf season and what to expect. So what can we expect from the upcoming golf season? This golf season is going to be a lot of young kids, a couple new kids, but probably nothing production-wise going towards winning anything, but just kind of getting better, getting in the swing of things. Okay, who's exactly on the golf team this year? Well, we got Keaton Hagen and myself as our seniors. We have Eli Fisher and Joe Harstead as our juniors. Our sophomores are Jake Trevitt, Logan Meyer, and Chris Perry. And our freshmen are Eric Van Sambeek, Carter, and Mason. So a lot of young kids, a lot of middle schoolers. Okay, so now did you guys start practice already? Yeah, we started last Monday the 6th. Okay, and so have you guys been practicing at uh, the golf course just here in town? Yeah, just in Millbank, 10 to noon every day. Hit range a couple of days, go out and play holes, putt, chip, mostly the basics so far. Ah. So what do you think is like one of the hardest parts of golf for you? Like long game, short game, whatever, I don't know golf. Probably short game is where you win your most holes or you get the best scores. If you screw up your short game, you're pretty much screwed for the whole day. I see. So how exactly did you get started with golf? Well, my sophomore summer, I kind of just got into it, kind of just started whacking the ball. I mean, went out there with my dad quite a bit. Coach Keaton talked to me into it, and ever since then, it's been probably my favorite sport that I've ever played. Uh, so, I remember, you used to play football back in middle school, right? Yep. Okay, did, did you do any sports in freshman year? I did football freshman year, had a head injury, so I kind of just stopped. Uh, so, just kind of scared of the concussion protocol and stuff? Not really scared. I just, I don't know. I don't want to, didn't want to hurt myself too bad. Okay. So then soon after that, of course, you made the transition to golf. Yeah. Transition to golf was actually pretty easily made. I mean, Adam Thomas and myself played pretty much every day that summer. So he kind of got me ready for the season. Good mentor. So how did your first season of golf go? First season was a little rough to start out with, probably hitting like hundreds and high 90s. In the middle of the season, I started really bearing down and getting in the 80s. Regions was a rough one. Me and Adam both missed our chance to go to state by about five strokes, so it was a tough end of the season. So with golf in high school, and they don't, how do they do scoring? Because they don't do like par and birdie. Well, they might do that, but like, do you just count the swings? You count the stroke every time you hit a ball. Is one stroke. If you hit it in the water, let's say that's an extra two strokes. So, I mean, you still count par and birdie. You just don't say it's a par or birdie. You actually say your score. Okay, I see. Okay, I have. In all your years of golf, have you ever seen someone intentionally, how should I put this, like cheat by moving the ball? Oh, or? yeah, you see that all the time. I mean, kids do it pretty much every meet. I have a kid in my group who tries to cheat. I mean, nothing really I can do about it. Mostly just get a coach over there and tell him what's right and wrong. And this happens during a game? Yeah, during a meet, people, like, kick their balls so they get a better lie. If they're out in, like, the hazard, they'll kick it out of the hazard so they can hit it and not count it, so... 
Now, do you have like a really good fairway drive? Because I know this one guy, his name is Happy Gilmore. He, he, he has, hits the ball pretty good. I know. I've seen him on TV. I mean, he is an amazing golfer. They even made a movie about him. Did you know that? Yeah, I heard about that. It was pretty good. It's a pretty good movie. They but... they had Adam Sandler star as him. Yeah. So, I'm, guys, I'm I'm not sure if that's a real thing. What? Wait, what? I don't think Happy Gilmore is a real thing. That was just a movie, guys. You're uh, joking, right? People don't hit the ball that far in real life. That's baloney. No, it's not. I do it all the time. <laughs> I want to see it. I okay, have been well, lied lie, to. So. Oh my! So, how far do you are you say a good distance driver anyway? Well, I usually hit my driver about mm, probably two fifty on the fly, two eighty on the roll. Some kids I play with hit it about three hundred, so I'm oh, kind God. of in the middle. So, what is like a good drive swing for high school? A good drive distance for high school is probably about 220 to 240 on average. Some kids a little less if they're not as strong. but I see. And is that like a lot of skill, talent, or is it strength and training? Basically, it's skill and training more than like talent. I mean, anybody can hit a golf ball. It doesn't take too much talent. It's just finding your swing. I mean, coach yourself a lot with that. But it's not about swinging hard. A lot of people think you have to swing hard. You swing 80% and you'll hit the ball farther every time. I didn't know that. I always thought it was just hitting that ball like baseball. Nope, because you got to hit it on the center face. If you just swing 80%, you'll hit that center every time. It's impressive. So one thing I've always wondered about, like, you always see these club sets with a bunch of clubs in there. Like, how how much clubs are usually in a club set? Well, I have 12 in my set right now. The <laughs> legal limit is 14. Can't have over 14 or you get a stroke penalty for every club. I mean, do you actually use all those clubs, though? On an 18-hole day, yes. But some days, no. It depends on the weather, wind, everything like that. So, so what kind of courses do you use most of your clubs on? Like, Millbank, how many clubs? and like Millbank, I definitely use all my clubs, usually. I mean, sometimes I won't have to use my driver, so I won't use that, but... I mean, most used clubs out of the bag are probably the 7-iron, your pitching wedge, and your putter. Mm-hmm. Okay, so, like, do you have, like, a couple clubs for the sand pit or the bunker and then a couple of them for, like, the fairway drive? No, you only yeah. have one fairway drive. I mean, you got your sand wedge for getting out of bunkers, but <laughs> Milwaukee really doesn't have too many bunkers, so you don't get in trouble there. But, yeah, you got your three-wood for the fairway, maybe a rescue hybrid, four-iron. I mean, so how long did it take you to memorize, I mean, all these clubs and how they work? I mean, it just seems like a lot of time. It just takes a lot of time in the range, which coach helps with that. I mean, we put little baby pools out there at like 60 yards, hit them there. Then we find our clubs that we can hit that distance. Then we'll take them out farther. Basically just memorization, and you got to memorize your swing. So you were talking about like how Millbank has like less sand pits. What kind of courses have more hazards or more traps? Like, what are, do you think are the well, most hazardous courses? State last year was at Dakota Dunes in Sioux City, and that was probably the one one of the most like had the most sand traps I've ever seen on a course. There was at least three or four on each hole. My God! I mean, I got in trouble in the sand quite a bit there, but yeah, Delaware Rapids, Madison, any of the bigger courses really have a lot of sand traps. Did you bring your umbrella? No, I don't. Okay. I would bring an umbrella to a Maybe golf if game. it's raining. Haha. Okay. So, what's your favorite kind of golf brand? Like a golf ball? Maker? Probably my favorite ball is the Titleist Pro V1 or Pro V1X. Harder ball, softer feeler on the greens. 
No. So did you get like a hockey stick for putting? Did you take no, any? No, I do not. No, you didn't get any reference that, from the movie? No, I don't take any reference from that movie. Oh, my God. Not even the form of hitting the ball. No. Nope. Okay. That's terrible, I think. I would hit it just like him all the time. That, I don't know about that. I think I would. So, yeah. like, I know on, like, the PGA Tour, they have a clap that's, like, really soft. Do they do the same kind of clap in high school golf as they would there? They don't get rowdy or anything? High school golf, really, there's no crowds. I mean, there's <laughs> oh. not a crowd. Like cross country. <laughs> there's not a crowd sitting at every hole. I mean, some parents follow their kids. Most of Millbank parents don't just because we like our peace and quiet. But, I mean, it's nothing near as crazy as a PGA Tour. Once in a while, coaches will be by, but no audience, really. So, do you just talk crap with the players? Yeah, pretty much. Nice. It's pretty fun. I bet it would be. So, how many schools are usually at a golf meet? Well, it depends on the meet. Like, this Monday we have a meet in Volga. There'll probably be around eight or nine teams just because it's the first meet of the year and everybody wants to get their first meet done. But Millbank meet, there's usually about six, seven teams, sometimes more than that. And how many people from a team are allowed to compete at a meet? That depends on the meet. Like, Millbank, our whole team will compete at the meet. Everybody on the team will have a chance to. Volga, we take nine kids. Most, we just take five, all of our varsity players. Okay. So what's the biggest meet you've been to? Definitely state last year. There was probably over 250 kids the first day. Oh, my God. So how many teams would that be? It well, it's everybody around the state. There's not, so, there's not like school. an A or a B. It's everybody. Oh, okay. All yep. Right. right. So do you face – you only face your division still, don't you, or you? Well, you face your, like, NEC – we have the NEC meet. Our region will have the region meet, but all the regions are put together into our state meet. So really, there is no divisions or like different. Com- once you get to state, then really it's just everyone for themselves. Yeah, pretty much. Oh, okay. Well, that, they don't section it off because that cross country at state last year they did like B race, double A race, and then an A race. So it's just all A, B, and double A all together. I one. mean, they try to put the A players together in one group and the B players together in one group so you're still playing with kids you know kind of but sometimes they just mesh them together hmm. but when they place you it's just everyone's in the same pool yeah oh so that's pretty and how'd you do at state last year I placed 28th out of brown probably 120 kids that's and pretty good but I had like two strokes less so I would have meddled but putting kind of screwed me that second day but and yeah, that's that's all the kids out of South Dakota. I mean, that's pretty impressive. Yeah, it was a good state meet for my first one. Yeah, mm-hmm. first year state getting twenty eighth out of hundred twenty plus kids. Yeah, if you think about that, I mean, I'm guessing some of the kids that beat last year probably graduate, so I'm guessing your chances are gonna be a little better this year, even. Yeah, my chances are gonna be better. I mean, person who won state last year is still coming back this year, oh, so perfect. he's gonna be a tough component, but hopefully. Okay. Yeah. Hopefully, all goes well. So. I uh, how long do you guys usually practice after school? After school, we practice till about 5.15 from right after school. I mean, sometimes a few guys will stay and play some best ball after practice, but usually just till 5.15. So no. why don't people in high school get to use the golf carts? All summer we get to use the golf carts when we're playing by ourselves, but coach doesn't necessarily let us use the golf carts, maybe when it's really hot. Oh. But he just wants us to get used to walking our holes because walking 18 holes is harder than you think with about 150 pounds of clubs on your back. Oh, definitely. I completely agree with you on that. I mean, could you get a caddy to do that for you? You can't get a caddy, but you can get a <sighs> roll cart. But I I don't like roll carts. Roll carts are kind of for babies. 
Most, so, most like, Millbank kids pretty much just carry their clubs. So they kind of – really, high school golf kind of adds on with no caddies making it even harder of competition. I, I kind of like that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You get exhausted, so you got to really get into the mind it, thing. Yeah, I know. It adds Which, the whole. walking with their clubs helps me. I mean, when I play with my cart, I usually do pretty good, but walking's a whole different game. I mean, you think about your shots more, you usually bear down more, get better scores. Do you drink water or Gatorade during golf? Or do you drink pop? No. You, no. You say a fuck, Coach doesn't you? like us drinking pop during meets, but afterwards it's fine. But usually during a meet, I'll have a water with me, a Gatorade, and maybe a granola bar or snickers with me just to keep me going so yeah because golf is a long game so don't like you eat like a lunch or something on when you're walking or something like well once you finish your first nine holes and you're going to the back nine sometimes they'll have like a hot dog there or something for you but mostly you just keep going keep the pace up so how long do you think a regular meet is like hour two hours three a regular meet probably takes about five hours to complete because you're walking i mean and you got four players with you. It's not just yourself. So usually it takes about five hours to finish 18 holes. My gosh, that's crazy. What time do you get home then after that? Well, usually if we leave at like 10 for a meet, we'll get home about 6, 7, somewhere in there. So it's a long day. It's a full day. Okay, now one thing I've always seen in golf before is if someone misses a putt or like goes way inside, you know, the rough, I mean, you always see them either getting really mad. I mean, some of them are pretty good at hiding it. But, I mean, how often have you seen people just go crazy after a terrible shot? Like a putter throw or a driver throw, any kind of throw. Well, I've seen a kid break a pitching wedge over his knee in half. So That's awesome. <laughs> it was a pretty good experience. Did it snap or bend? Oh, it snapped right in half. That's awesome. I mean, it was at Regions last year. He was getting really ticked. I mean, then he hit a bad chip, just broke it right over his knee. He got disqualified, so. Dang. Okay, so, I mean, when you miss a putt, I mean, how do you shake it off? I mean. Song reference. Okay, go ahead. When I miss a putt, (laughs) I don't know. You just got to stay confident, keep your head in it. You really can't do anything about it. You miss it, you miss it. You just got to go on to the next shot. Okay. Now, at State, that actually happened to you a little bit more at the end than yeah, at State, the last three holes kind of screwed me over for meddling. I mean, I missed a couple short putts that I should have put right in, but nerves just got to me, I guess. Well, what was the weather like that day? Weather was raining, nice and windy, misty. I mean, oh. it was pretty bad conditions. Oh, well, yeah, beautiful. so you're still doing pretty good. Yeah, beautiful. You're still doing pretty good considering the all conditions. Yeah, I honestly did better than I thought I was going to do going into it. Going into it, I thought I was just going to bomb the whole thing, but I shot two pretty good scores those days. I don't know. I'm not a very big golf person, so I can't think of questions. Other than who's your pro, pro golfer person, that PGA Tour person is your favorite. My who's favorite that? golf player? Yeah, that. Yes, <laughs> Phil Mickelson's probably my favorite golf player just because he's left-handed. I'm left-handed. I mean, his flop shot is phenomenal. He can get out of pretty much anything. What's a flop shot? <laughs> flop shot's basically you have a, like a 60-degree wedge. You swing as hard as you can. It goes about 100 feet in the air and 20 feet. So... That's you just cool. flop it up. Oh, so it's kind of like uh I saw an Instagram. Rainbow. No, it's like no. it's like one of those missiles no. you played with as kids where it just goes straight up in the you air but not very far. On the rocket. Oh. Or I saw this video on Instagram. This is where I get all my news and stuff. Uh this guy took I don't know what kind of club, like like what you're taking saying, a flop shot or something. And he just 
nailed it, and the thing went straight up and over a guy's head. Yep, that would be Phil Mickelson probably. It wasn't Phil, but they were a bunch of, like, 20-year-olds. Yeah. Flop shots are pretty fun. I mean, don't really use them for much. They're not very smart shot, but. Nope. So wh- what do you think was your best shot that you've ever had in golf? I mean, have you ever Hole hit it in, in one? Have you ever chipped it in? Oh, yeah, plenty of times. I mean, what what was your farthest chip in? Probably about 25 yards. Like, just, is that good? Did you get I don't a, know. Did you get, a, like, a really lucky bounce? Or? Yeah, I just bounced, hit the flag stick, and dropped right in. Wow. That, that had to be pretty exciting. But probably one of my best shots I've ever had. I mean, Coach was watching this one at Aberdeen, par three. I hit it, bounced, hit the flag stick, landed right next to the hole, <sighs> about three inches from a hole-in-one. So. Oh, wow. That, that would have been awesome. I'd have been oh, really geez. happy, and then afterwards I'd have been like, it should have gone in the hole, and I would have exactly yelled, that's your I home. <laughs> Go to your home. <laughs> you almost pulled off the happy Gilmore. Yeah. yeah. We were close. He's not real, guys. I don't believe you still on that. Hey, if you're not happy, you're not Gilmore. Don't ever say that again. Yeah, that wasn't bad. a very good quote. So anyway, besides for golf, how have you been? How's your life been going? Life's been going pretty good. Working out at Runnings this summer. I mean, I w- had a visit with the North Dakota Air Guards last week. Might be thinking to go out into the Air Force for oh. my college. Oh wow, so. really? That sounds exciting. So would that be at what is it? UND then? Either UND or NDSCS in Wapton for aircraft mechanics. Okay. I'm so you're going for smart things. I consider Hands these on smart things. Yeah, I consider these smart things because I could never, ever, ever do these in my life. Okay. Not so a very smart person. Do you plan on staying in the state after, I mean, you get done with school then? Well, with the North Dakota Air Guard, you have to be in North Dakota for school, so probably be in Fargo, somewhere around that area. You oh. think you'll get a North Dakota accent after being up there for a while? Probably. Okay. Oh, you're gosh. working pretty good on I'm it. Sorry, you're got you're it already going to sound pretty North Dakota out there. Oh, I got North Dakota in me. That's great. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> uh, so, any other future plans coming up? Not really. I mean, first meet's Monday, so I'm just getting ready for that. Last practice before the meet's tomorrow. Probably going to get out on the weekend and play a lot. So, hopefully we have a good meet Monday. Yeah, that's sounds good. I heard it's supposed to be nice and bright and sunny. Hopefully. Yeah. Now, I hear you're a motorcycle rider. Am I correct? Yeah, I ride my bike. I heard him behind me when we were pulling in to do this. Uh, so what what got you interested in that kind of stuff? I don't know. I mean, I had a moped for a while. That was too girly for me, so I decided to step it up to a motorcycle. That's a good call. Put on some big boy pants. Exactly. Uh, so did your dad ride motorcycle before you did? Because I, I see that he has Yeah, one my too. dad rode motorcycle. He had one when I was like three all the way up until we moved to Millbank, which was in 2009. <laughs> He was actually a motorcycle cop for a while in Huron, so he rode the Harleys and everything. Dude, that's awesome. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I see. So what what kind of motorcycle do you have? I have a Suzuki S40 650, and my dad has a Suzuki C50 800, but I ride that mostly. Oh, okay. Well, hopefully you keep safe on that because we won't want to see you go. Oh, yeah. Always. Yeah, plus it hurts when you fall. Yeah. Not to say that I've done it. but. So how has your coach helped you become the golfer you are today? Coach Keaton's probably one of the best coaches I've ever had. I mean, he's serious about his stuff. He doesn't take crap. I mean, he just keeps us, our heads up and everything. Does he keep you humble? Yeah. Wow. I couldn't speak. Does he humble? Keep, does he keep you humble? Yes. Yeah, he keeps us humble. I mean, he really helps the little guys out. He helps all of us out, really. I mean, 
probably the best coach I've ever had. Now, I've heard about putting spin on a golf ball. Do you know anything about that? Oh, yeah. Isn't that called Old English? That's what the grooves in the golf club are for. Okay. The lines? So, yeah. can can you explain that a little more for me? Well, the grooves in the golf club, when they hit the ball just right, they'll create spin, and it'll, like, slice the golf ball, and it'll create backspin. Backspin's probably what you want, so when you hit the green, yeah, so it, it just, just stops brings. instead of rolls. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Okay, so have you used those techniques a little more, or you don't? Yeah, I use backspin quite a bit. Don't have too much of it, but when you hit your club high, you get more because that's more time. Okay. Well, have you ever seen someone throw a club into a lake before? Yeah, um, I don't remember who it was, but at a meet two I think years Happy ago, Gilmore did it. You guys need to stop, <laughs> stop for that, that. That's movie. not even who I was thinking about. Oh, who are you thinking of? Oh, just this one guy I know. You know who you are out there. I know I've seen... I've never done this, Jordan. I've found a club in water before. That's awesome. We were at a meet, and I just pulled the putter right out of the lake, so it was right on the edge. But some old guy got really mad. Yeah, but I've seen somebody throw a club in the water. It's not very funny. I think that would be funny (laughs) if I was in golf. Do you know if anyone, like, goes swimming in, like, the golf lakes just looking for golf balls and Yeah, I've done that. What do you get? Well, you find just bunches of balls. I mean, I put on my goggles, put on a wetsuit, and just dive under, and you find everything. Do you get paid? No. Dang it. You just free golf balls. Okay, that's enough, then. Yeah. Hmm, yeah. Aren't golf balls kind of like eggs, Ben? They are like eggs, Jordan. You know why, why? Connor? No, I don't know why. I think you do. They're white, <laughs> and uh, they come in things of 12. And every week you have to go get some more. <laughs> oh, oh, I get it. Oh. Joke bell. Let's go. <laughs> oh, boy. You guys really need to think of better jokes. So what part are you looking most forward to in senior year? Probably the part I'm looking most forward to is golf season, honestly. I mean. Not leaving the school. What's wrong with no bike? Nothing. But, you know, most people get excited to leave school. Yeah, but I had my sister go to college, and she said she'd probably rather be in high school still. That's what everyone says. My dad says, high school is the best years of your life. Exactly. So I better said, okay. cherish them. So you're going to have a hard time keeping in those tears at the graduation ceremony? Oh, heck no. Oh, <laughs> heck no. Well, um, okay, I guess that really took a 180. Yeah. Yeah, so um, you looking forward to homecoming? or? Yeah, looking forward to homecoming. Hopefully the football team d- does good this year. I mean, roast them. Hopefully. Yeah, hopefully all goes well. I mean, yeah. But anyway, thanks for coming into our show today, and uh, hopefully golf season goes all well. And Yeah, I hope so too. Well, this is Ben. And I'm Jordan. And this is Ben and Jordan's. As always, we're out of the Y Milbank Podcast studio, and I think we had an excellent episode here today with Connor Van Voren, learning about who and what he is and about what he does. I'd like to see everyone listening in next week. Have another great episode for y'all. Catch you later.